Before we start, I just want to let everybody know that this podcast is brought to you by BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your first order. That's promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. It is Monday, September 28th, 2020, and today is a glorious day. The Detroit Tigers season is officially over. I cannot possibly be more blunt than I am about to be. I am so bleeping happy I don't have to watch another Detroit Tigers game in 2020. And I know many of you will say, oh, Chris, how can you say that? You cover the Tigers. You do a podcast for the Tigers. Yes, I do. But my reward at the end of every awful Tigers season is I get to spend the next month, and now it's a full month with the expanded postseason, watching real baseball teams. And these last couple weeks, as this season has bled out and died like a pig in the sand, have been awful. It's unfair to, to contribute it you know, to a baseball team. This team has absolutely contributed to my depression, and I am so glad their season is over. And, and before we jump into uh, the season as a whole, and I will spend time this week and in the coming weeks talking about this season, who improved, who didn't, what we can look forward to, what we cannot look forward to in 2021. I'll talk about all that, but right now is it right now is a celebration. I am so happy that this season is over. And you know what? I have to give them a lot of credit. They this all worked out as perfectly as it could have possibly worked out for the Tigers. Assuming, of course, now Rob Manfred is going to do what Rob Manfred wants to do, but assuming, of course, they stick to their guns and the draft criteria for 2021 ends up being based off of the 2020 records, the Tigers, a team who I think as as early as a week ago were in line for the 10th pick, the 12th pick, end up falling into the number three pick in the draft. They finished with the third worst record in baseball. Boston, who had put all their eggs in the ba- this basket from day one, they were so team tank, ends up finishing with a better record than the Tigers. That's how it's done. What, what, what was this team? Four and 13 down the stretch? Three and 13 down the stretch? They were awful. I know they played games over the weekend. Who cares? I, 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 I'll tell you what. I was about to record this podcast. I forgot what happened in the games they played over the weekend. Now, they, it came back to me. They they lost a one-run game on Friday. They won uh, a game on Saturday. Boyd was a, a bit better, and they teed off on a rookie pitcher. And then yesterday, after taking an early lead, Brady Singer shut him down. How good was Brady Singer? Man, oh man, does that kid, is he impressive or what? Great. That dude's got moxie. I think the Royals have something really special with him. Uh, might be on an innings limit next year because they they used his arm up quite a bit. That's a, a no-hitter he had going into the eighth inning where they had him throw like 120 pitches was ridiculous. But uh, dynamic stuff, uh, great strike-throwing machine. Uh, I think he's going to be really good for Kansas City going forward. Yesterday also spelled the end of an error. That's E-R-R-O-R. End of an error. Jordan Zimmerman started the last game of the season, pitched one scoreless inning and waltzed off into the sunset. You know, I, I have nothing against Jordan Zimmerman personally. I think that the effort was put forth by him as a pitcher to improve here. This is not a Bruce Rondon situation where a guy gave up. right? He didn't quit on his team. He, he could have set this entire season out. I mean, obviously with COVID being what it was, a guy has a history of injury. Uh, I wouldn't have blamed him for it. Chose to try to come back and fight through it. I have nothing against him personally. But it is also fair 
to celebrate the fact that the worst contract in the history of Detroit sports is about to be off the books. We will never have to see Jordan Zimmerman get rocked in the Detroit Tigers uniform ever again. And I'm sorry, that is cause for celebration. You could say that I'm petty. You could say that that's mean-spirited. I don't think so. We had to put up with this awfulness for five years after he gave them one good month. And I wish him the best, personally. I hope he has a lot of success. It won't be here. He didn't have any success here. He had a good first month, then pooped his pants every fifth day. So like I said, the Tigers ultimately fall into the number three pick in the draft. The Red Sox winning yesterday. There will be no doubleheader today against the Cardinals as they plunged, as they clinched a playoff berth with a win over the Brewers yesterday. Ultimately, it all kind of worked out. There were some people who got some positives out of this season. And you know what? I did too. I think that it's hard to it's hard to judge a lot of these guys because of how small the sample size was. But look, there were some things in this 60-game season that I look at and say, yeah, you know what? They might have something here. Mainly, and this is to me the big one, I think the bullpen going forward might actually be okay. I think that Brian Garcia stepped up. I think he'll be probably the closer here next year. I think Buck Farmer continues to be pretty solid. Had a few rough outings, but for the most part, Buck is pretty good. Cisnero, I think, will be here for at least the next year or two. You know, his uh, time here in Detroit probably won't last long because he is in his early 30s. I think Daniel Norris. I know he gave up a run yesterday, but I think Norris as a long relief guy, that's that's an interesting proposition. I think he found his velocity again this year, was reaching 95. I never thought we'd see him uh, reach that again. So that's that's a positive development. Briefcase Joe Jimenez is awful, you know, but he'll be on the team next year, probably being the weak link of that bullpen, but I think there are some pieces there, and of course, Gregory Soto, you know, one of the hardest-throwing left-handed relievers in all of baseball, if he learns how to throw strikes and throw a slider, he might be pretty darn good here. It wasn't all doom and gloom, but to me, it was so boring. It was so boring because I knew what this team was. The the, the Tigers are who they thought they were. Uh, we, we played them in the preseason. Everybody played three quarters. The Tigers are who we thought they were. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown them. R.I.P. Denny Green. You know, like, like, I knew from the beginning this team was awful. This is one of those instances in which opening day was a perfect reflection of how awful this team was. When they got popped opening day by the Reds, I said, all right, that's the type of team this is going to be. And they they screwed around a little bit. They got off to a 9-5 and five start. Ooh, they were a game back with 20 games left. Never believed. And guess what? I was absolutely 1 million percent right. This was an awful baseball team. If, they, if this thing would have gone the full 160, they would have lost over 100 games because teams with bad players don't get good because you play fewer games. Said that from the beginning. This is one of those instances, and I was wrong about a lot of things. I'm wrong about a lot of things. Uh, my friend Nash, um, Nash Walker, who, who does Lockdown Twins, I sent out a tweet in August saying that that rotation wasn't going to win him the division. I'll eat crow for that. Absolutely wrong. Twins did an unbelievable job. The White Sox absolutely collapsed down the stretch here in the 2020 season. A credit to Minnesota. I was wrong on that one. I own up to that one. I was right about almost every single thing I said about this baseball team this year. Guardies last year, I predicted that. Turnbull taking a step forward, I predicted that. Scope being our best player. I I, I think I said Scope and Crone were going to be their best players. Obviously, Crone got injured. I was right about that. Now, I've watched this team too much over the last decade or so. I think I know them pretty well. They turned out to be the team I thought they would be. And they end up getting another top three pick. And ultimately, and we got a long ways to go here. A long ways to go. A number three pick could end up working out so much better for this team than one or two. And let me explain why. Right now, the top two picks in the draft, if they were to happen today, long ways to go, 
would be Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker. In probably, I'm not sure if it would be in that order, both pitchers out of Vanderbilt. What a luxury for Vandy to have two aces uh, at the top of their staff that are probably going to go one and two in the draft if it happened today. A lot can change. I don't want the Tigers to take another starting pitcher in the the first round of the draft. I think there's too much risk. So far, they have shown zero ability to develop any one of these guys. Take the best position player available, I beg you. I mean, get another cornerstone piece. And this season, which some people had fun with, I didn't. I sure as hell didn't. I never did. I never had fun this season. I really didn't. There was one game. There was one game where I kind of had fun. It was early in the season when they played the Reds. And Luis Castillo went up against Spencer Turnbull, and they won. I think five to one, five to two, maybe six to two. Turnbull pitched really well. They got to Castillo late in that game. I thought that was impressive. Besides that, everything else was just going through the motions. I knew what this team was. I knew they'd show their butt, and guess what they did. Now, despite all my my ranting and and grave dancing that I'm doing here, when I get back, I'm going to be a bit more serious and a bit more sincere talking about the future here and what I want to see, what I hope to see, what I believe we should see. I'll be right back. The improved Built Bar is even more deliciouser. 18 amazing flavors, 6 new flavors, 12 other original flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, and Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscientious guy or girl. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And we are back. Thank you for tuning in. Now, right after yesterday's game, Obviously, I'm taking a break from Twitter uh, to address my mental health right now. Uh, Twitter video content. But I posted a statement that I wrote up in pages on my MacBook. And it read like this. And I'm going to read it verbatim to you because I thought I did a good job. No more tanking. Four years of suckitude is long enough. I think this fan base has been remarkably patient. We've put up with this ridiculous charade for four years. And guess what? You got your prospects. You got your draft picks. Do something with them. Open up the checkbook and build around them. The new era begins tomorrow. Not at the next deadline. Not in 2022. Tomorrow. And they're not going to get it back all at once. I get that. Patience is a key word. But after four years of awfulness, there is nothing wrong with expecting better. There is nothing wrong with wanting better. And there is nothing wrong with feeling like we deserve better. The steps need to be taken starting tomorrow. The Dark Ages should be over. I am so sick and tired of having to explain to people why my favorite team stinks. It's time to end the apathy. So many people have abandoned this franchise. So many people have lost interest. I understand that. Watching the Tigers over the last few years has been painful. But I've never left. Because somewhere in the deepest depths of my soul, I still believe in the Detroit Tigers, even if I shouldn't. No more tanking. That's the end of the statement, and let me just elaborate on it. Look, I know even in that first segment, you listen, I've had fun with some of the tank, right? I've had fun with this team going out of their way to suck. I've had fun with them losing as many games as they can over the last four years. And I know there's been some pushback on that. People saying, well, they weren't tanking this year. Yes, they were. Are you out of your mind? What, because they signed Scope, Crone, Austin, Romine, Cameron Maven, and Ivan Nova? You thought they were going for it? Are you out of your gourd? Come on! Be better than that. 
They were trying to suck. They lost 114 games last year. If they played 162 with all those guys healthy, which they never were, how many more do you think they would have gotten them? 10 wins? Stop it. They were trying to suck this year. They were going for another top five pick this year. And guess what? Unless something crazy happens, which I don't think it will, that's what they're going to get. Good job. No more. Because the fact is, other teams that started their rebuilds later than the Tigers did, teams like the Mariners and the Marlins, are not only closer to the postseason, if we look at this 16-team expanded uh, postseason we've had, the Marlins got in. The stupid Marlins! They haven't made the postseason in 17 years. Back in there. Yes, expanded postseason. I get it. Still an impressive feat. They are ahead of the Detroit Tigers right now in terms of the rebuild game. They have a brighter future right now, subject to change, than Detroit does. It's time to change that. And it starts by signing some actual players. Because here's the here's the truth, guys. Mize, Manning, Torkelson, Scooball, Paredes, Green, all these big-time prospects that we have been looking forward to see and, and have saw some, and saw some of them here in 2020, not all of them are going to pan out. And I'll, I'll be completely honest, uh, probably several of them won't pan out. Because what have we shown as an organization? What have the Tigers shown in terms of developing players? They suck at it. That's why I was so hell-bent on them getting another top five pick. They don't know how to develop anything else but surefire guys. So you can't rely on all those guys to pan out and become stars. You need to make some moves. And I, I, got, I tried not to get into it because I'm trying to hold back, but I see some people bringing up players that I think would be great for this organization. They turn them all down. Oh, don't sign LeMayhew. He's in his 30s. Don't sign Riamuto. He's in his 30s. Look, first of all, there's a middle ground. Okay, I'm not saying sign him eight years, 300 million. Okay, but I think because of his age and because of the fact that the, the two parks that he's really hit in have been Yankee Stadium and Colorado, I think there will be a little bit of hesitation by certain teams to sign LeMahieu. Now, ultimately, I think the Yankees will throw a bag at him. I think he'll probably re-sign in New York. But what I want to see, because you're going to swing and miss, no pun intended here, at some of these guys. I want to see them reaching for the stars for once. I want to see attempts made to sign actual players. And you know what? Because this team stinks, some guys will probably be hesitant to sign here. I get that. I understand that. But I think if they come out of this with, a, they need. I want one big signing, and two or three other solid signings. Like, if you give me two or three Jonathan Scopes and then do, do a home run ball with a, a Rio Muto or a LeMayhew, good. That's a start. That That is the first step. No more going backwards. You need to be showing improvement. Because I, I've thought about this. In 2019, they were competitive for 12 games. They got off to an 8-4 and four start. They were competitive. And the next 150 games, they pooped their pants. This year, they were competitive. I'm not saying good. I'm saying competitive for 40 games. Then fell apart. Next year, if they want to put together the roster that they should put together, Trevor Bauer's available. LeMay Hughes available. Rio Muto's available. McCann is available. I'd be kind of against that, but sure. They should be competitive into the All-Star break. I will not be patient next season. I am done being patient. To a certain extent. I'm not saying win the World Series. I'm not even saying win the division or make a wild card spot. It's time we show improvement. And I know there's people who say, well, they improved this year. They improved because they had nowhere else to go. You can't, You yes, of course they improved. They hit rock bottom. They went below rock bottom. They were so deep in rock bottom. They, they, were, they were kissing the earth's core. Of course they got better. You can't get worse than 114 losses. I'm talking legitimate substantial steps. I'm not saying a, a 2005 to 2006 amazing turnaround. Next year, 
between 75 to 85 wins to me should be a reasonable expectation. Will they get there? Probably not. But after four years of suck, I don't think that's an unreasonable expectation. I don't think it's an unreasonable expectation to say that a team in the Tigers that has more money than God, don't let anyone fool you, this is one of the richest teams and one of the richest owners in all of professional sports, there's no reason why the expectation of 75 to 85 wins shouldn't be on the table. Straight up. I am so tired of the tank. I'm so tired of sucking. I'm so tired of seeing guys play at Comerica who have no business playing at Comerica. Tired of watching a glorified AAA team. Open up the checkbook, Chris, and do something. Prove me wrong. Because I don't believe in Chris Illich. I don't. I, I don't. Be- I believe in the Tigers. I want to. But deep down, I think this guy probably doesn't have what it takes. Or maybe not it's that. I don't think he really cares about building a champion here. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, please. All right. That'll do it for a very intense show. You can follow me on Twitter, at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Tigers. While you're at it, go to Apple Podcasts, go to iTunes, leave a positive review of this show. It would be much, much appreciated. Thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. I will be right back here tomorrow, probably previewing the MLB postseason and, of course, continuing to recap uh, what was another, uh, I mean, it wasn't long, but it felt long, a Tigers season. So thank you very much for tuning in. I will see you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day, and go Tigers.